109.3, the Falcons Depression Network. Live from I-95, once again, we are exactly one hour from Jacksonville, Florida, as we are leaving Daytona Beach. Made it to Orlando. Um, have not posted it onto the story as of this very moment, but where we left off as we're talking about FAU. Um, made it from FAU to UCF. Cool little story, actually, from UCF. So we roll up to the stadium, and believe it or not, there's a gate open. And we see a bunch of people wa- walking around wearing orange. And we're like, wait a minute, what what's the deal with this right here? Little did we know that the University of Tennessee Volunteers and Josh Heupel's football team were using UCS practice facilities. So saw some of the Tennessee staffers uh, unloading and loading their uh, their trucks up to get ready to go down to Camping World Stadium tomorrow, um, you know, for their bowl game against Iowa, which we'll talk about here just in short for the non-playoff games tomorrow. That well, the two playoff games, the two the two non-New Year sixes that we didn't spend any time talking about on the show. I don't know why we can't just knock those out real quick, but um, but yeah, Orlando was cool. Ate at this little. Did you get the name of that place? Uh, the Brew House. Yeah, it was called Downtown. Brew pub or something like that. Downtown brew pub. Yeah, it was like this small little like uh, like right in the middle of downtown Orlando. We were talking to the bartender too. She said where we were at was kind of the main strip of bars. Like if you actually live in Orlando, that's where you would go hang out. So there's a lot of people down there. A lot of them were there for the Tennessee Iowa game uh, at Camper World Stadium, the Cheese It Citrus Bowl. That's right. Um, which we also went by. Yeah, we did. We drove by Camping World Stadium, which was very cool. Uh, did not really have an opportunity to get to go inside that one, but we did get to see the outside, and it is a fortress. I mean, it is large. Yeah. For a college football slash XFL random stadium, it is one of the bigger the stadiums. The United Football League. Oh, sorry. As of today. U- UFL. My bad. UFL. The UFL. The starting March 30th. March 30th. Breaking news, if you didn't know it today, for those of you who care about spring football, the USFL and the XFL have officially merged. So... Not that anybody really cares. I barely yeah. watched any of it last year. No one year. really cares, but you know, it's news. It's football. It's news. Sports. We talk about it. We talk about sports here on this podcast, so might as well bring it up. But we did. We got it. So we went by. Did we already talk about FAU before? We talked about FAU before. before. Yeah, yeah so we went. So we went to UCF. Yeah. and then checked out at downtown Orlando. Went rode by the Amway Center. Checked out the Magic. Um, just saw the outside of that. I mean, like we were talking about earlier, professional sports venues are locked down. There was no Completely. chance that we were gonna. No chance we were going to try to get into the Amway Center or Camping World Stadium. Although, Camping World did have a gate open, but there was security standing right there. We just chose not to ask. Yeah, we thought about asking, but they did have like a stage behind security. And there are some people that work with the event side and the production side. So, like something tells me the fact that security was there at all says to me they probably don't want you to come in. So, yeah, less, less than 24 hours from kickoff at that exactly. point. It, like it, it, it would have been cool to see it all done up for the cheese ball, too. Um, I mean, on the outside, it was pretty cool. They had the Tennessee, Iowa um, symbols. They had the flags hanging over the stadium. They had tons of cheese at advertisements, which are really, really cool. Um, very different from Hard Rock, where at Hard Rock, you didn't really see anything that told you that it was the Orange Bowl. It was just kind of Hard Rock Stadium. There's a couple little things that i said like georgia or florida state there's a few little like maybe i don't even know what i call it like info polls maybe i don't know that had orange bowl on them that was about as close as it got to 
Orange Bowl-ish, besides like the field and all yeah. that. But. And lots of Capital One advertisements. Yeah, Capital One that obviously all over the place, as it should be. Um, which I guess is the same. It's kind of the same with Cheez-It, but still. Like, you know, Orange Bowl, it's a huge bowl game. So would you rather have a Capital One credit card or a box of Cheez-Its? box of Cheez-Its, absolutely. Hands I'm, down. I'm, 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 I love I'm an American Express guy. Not, not, to sp- not that they sponsor us or anything, but uh, I, I, I'm a yeah. Hilton Honors member. So I have a Discover card, so I don't have a Capital One card either. Yeah, so we're not big Capital One guys here on this podcast. No, no offense to Capital One. No offense if you have a Capital One card. It's all credit companies, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, they all do the same things pretty much, but as long as they give you Hilton Honors points, I really don't care. I don't have that. <laughs> I don't have that. But either way, UCF, very cool. Um, very cool. I'm good buddies with, uh, well, one of my best friends is Dandy Connors, whose brother is Joey Connors, uh, who is well known as the man that took out Joe Burrow before he became the number one overall draft pick, uh, Heisman winner, national championship winner that he was uh, in the Fiesta Bowl when Joey played for UCF and uh, Joe Burrow played for LSU. So I texted Joey before we got to UCF. I said, what do I need to look at? When I'm driving around the campus, because obviously he was there for five years. You know, he won a national championship there, actually, 2017. And uh, and he, so he knows what to look at for the campus. So so I hit him up and he, he said, pretty much just go to the stadium, drive in circles. You'll see what you need to see. So we got to see the they call it Knights Plaza. We got to see the ath- yes. the uh, athletic. Uh, what's it called? Athletic Village. Not Knights Knights Plaza was so cool very cool so cool so it was it's literally like a little it was like a little downtown orlando but like on campus it was absolutely phenomenal there was a, like it wasn't anything like special but like you had a barnes and noble and a jimmy john's and a subway and it was like on two streets that were split and then there was an academic building in the middle i don't remember which one it was but it was really really cool and it was all right there on campus by the athletic facility and like it was a good, what, 15 minutes away from downtown Orlando. So, like, it, UCF is kind of its own little thing out there in that portion of Orlando. So, it's really, really cool, man. UCF was an awesome campus. You had to walk onto the baseball field. Baseball field was wide open. It was. We walked into the bullpen. They t- uh, We did not walk on the grass. We stayed on the warning track because there was a sign that said we're yeah, hydro-seeding the outfield. the grass. Like, yeah, we didn't want to. we didn't want to mess with all that given that we actually got to go into the stadium. Yes. And I will say uh, UCF is college baseball done correctly, unlike some of these places around here in Boca Raton. Yeah, FAU was pretty awful. We talked about that in the last show. The uh, UCF was much better. It's right next to the football stadium. The basketball arena is right next to that. All of it is in the athletic village. I love the fact that they have all that together. UCF, all of that is right on campus, too. So you can go to class, you can walk over. The recreational center is right down the road, too. Get a workout in, walk over to the, to the football game, walk over to the baseball game. I love that. That was one thing at Southern that I re- I wish would have been done differently because I would have loved to, like, gone and hit the rack and then walked over to uh, J.I. Clements and check out a baseball game or go to a softball game or whatever. They've been able to go to sporting events after going to, like, the rec center. Cause, like, you're out and about. Like, you just go ahead and walk over there. It would have been really cool. So that that's that was my take on UCF. I, honestly, out of all the campuses, and you know, you can you can kind of jump in here too, Chad. Of all the campuses that we went to, I think overall UCF was my favorite in terms of just like the way it was set up, the uh, the what's it called? And you said it earlier. Oh my God! Sorry, I'm driving, so I'm blanking on words. Uh, aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, it's very aesthetically, aesthetically pleasing. pleasing. Uh, the way that the campus was set up, I loved. I loved that all the athletic facilities were together. 
Um, and of course, we got very lucky with the fact that Tennessee's production crew was was uh, grabbing some gear out of the stadium since they were they were playing in the bowl game tomorrow. Uh, I did get to have a conversation with a guy that does their filming for the coaching staff. Um, I asked him a couple questions about their practices and about uh, about the bowl game. He said that you know he didn't feel too bad about Iowa, which of course I don't no think should. anybody feels like Tennessee is going to have a hard time with Iowa. And uh, I brought up Joe Mill and I brought up Nico, uh, whose last name I can't pronounce, but yeah. he um, apparently Nico all season has looked like the better quarterback and apparently he's got like this incredible work ethic and it's something i haven't really heard much about him besides the fact that he was the number one quarterback coming out of last year and he made a push to start over joe milton before the season even started even though joe milton coming into this year was a big time heisman candidate so apparently he's he's gonna rock the world come tomorrow and uh so it's something we should all kind of look out for and apparently next year uh, everybody needs to look out for him because there's a good chance he could be a Heisman candidate again too. So something to, something to think about. Now, obviously, this is coming from a random guy who's filming their practices and sending it to the coach. So. Yeah, but he's there every day. Yeah, like I mean, obviously he might he's a be big a little biased. Guy. If, he, if he's willing to sit through just watching a bunch of football all day, he obviously enjoys it. Like, like I would love to do that. Like, I, I would do it for any college football team. They'd just film it, just send it to the coaches, like. I don't know. We know some other guys that have filmed practices before that I don't know if I trust their opinion on. So <laughs> we, lo- we love you, Hunter. We love you, Hunter. We love you, Hunter, <laughs> but a lot of, we disagree with a lot of what you say. Um, <laughs> but no, nah, man, it, yeah. UCF, I will say, UCF to me was my favorite campus. Um, FIU probably had to come second. I guess we can kind of wrap up the road trip as a whole. Yeah. Um, FIU definitely had to come in second, although, again, I'm still very – very angry about our stadium situation that happened at FIU. And I really have no reason to be angry other than for selfish reasons, but you should really unlock your stadium. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dude, UCF was awesome. UCF was really cool. Uh, I, I really, it, it aggravates me that they have 2017 national championship stuff everywhere because it's so not true. Um, but regardless, best looking campus, I'm going to go to UCF. Best looking stadium. I'm still gonna have to go Here, with. Let's, let's do this. Rank it. So we went to what five college campuses? Is that right? E- Florida, Florida State, USF, UCF, Miami, Miami, FIU, F- F- That's seven. Seven. Okay. So one through seven rank the campuses, and then one through seven, or let's say one through five rank the stadiums because obviously stadiums. USF and USF and. Um, Miami both play at NFL both Stadium, NFL so that stadium. doesn't really count. So count put Camping World on there. So one through six, Camping World. On there. Well, we didn't go in Camping World. Yeah, but we didn't go in F- FIU either. <laughs> just, yeah, just rank it into like just throw it in there. All right, that so can affect your ranking, but just throw it in. Campus campuses. I'm gonna have to go with. So I'm, I'll go from seven to six campuses. I'm going with Miami last at seven. Um just because I just it wasn't that great, like it just really wasn't that great. So Miami seven, um, six USF. I enjoyed USF. Uh, I liked how it was all close together. I like there was a lot of branding around it. Um, overall, I, it was really cool. Um, five. Let me go five. I'm gonna have to say. I'm gonna have to say FAU. FAU was cool. FAU was definitely really cool, but. 
I can't put it ahead of Florida for reason, just bias reasons. I am going to have to go with four in Florida, and the only reason I'm really putting Florida at four is because the three that I have in front of it were obviously all new experiences for me. Um, I would put Florida at number one again for bias reasons, but I can't because it's a, a big part of me was like I wasn't like I wanted Wit to see Gainesville, but even if we did not go to Gainesville on this trip, I would have been like, eh, uh, it's all right, we can skip it. But it's just because like, and I'm sure Wit would feel the same way about UGA and Athens. It's like I've been there before. I've been there. I've done. Yeah. I've done it. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I do love it. It's my team. It's my university. But it's just it was not new to me, so that's why I feel like it's a good middle at four. Um, number three, I would say Florida State. I really enjoyed Tallahassee. Tallahassee was really cool. Um, number two, FIU, for sure. Um, it really was aesthetically pleasing, but UCF is number one, without a doubt. But the layout and everything, it was really, really nice. So, what you got? So, going college campuses, I'm going to go USF last. Um, and honestly, for me, USF and Miami are pretty close. I think there was some parts of Miami we didn't get to see that made it nicer than what we saw. And so I'm kind of going to give it a little bit of the benefit of the doubt just because I've heard it's a really, really nice campus, even though it's not something I saw. So, And USF, USF really didn't have a great campus. I liked the way it was set up, but it wasn't really like aesthetically pleasing or anything. It was just kind of like a normal college carrot yeah it's like any other college campus it kind of reminded me a little bit of uh ulm when i did my texas road trip but but nicer like ulm was like a big dump but it was set up really nice but usf was way nicer than that it was set up nice but it was still just kind of a generic college campus so so they're last miami's gonna be uh six for me for the same reasons you said just kind of disappointing i mean honestly it just was really old the athletic facilities were okay like the baseball state was really cool but besides that, I mean, the tennis was okay. Um, I don't know. It, it, it's going to be six. I'm going to say five. Oh, gosh. What am I choosing from now? I got FAU, FIU, UCF. Florida and Florida State. Florida and Florida State. Okay. So I'm going to say Florida five. And it's kind of, honestly kind of close for me. But Florida – Driving around, I liked it. It's not that I didn't like Florida. Um, it's kind of the same way with Miami and USF, too. It's just I felt like it was kind of generic. Like, there wasn't anything that really separated it from it's, it's anything else. It's not a very aesthetically pleasing campus. No, it, it was kind of – I mean, honestly, and, and I'll say this about Athens, too. Athens has, like, one area where you're like, oh, wow, this is a really nice campus. And besides that, it's just a bunch of spread out buildings. So, And it's really, really large. I feel like Florida was the same way. It was a little too spread out for me. Um Stadium-wise, it's going to be a little bit higher, and I'll, we'll talk about that when we get to it. But So I'm going to say Florida 5. Um, I'm going to say FIU 4, mostly because the area that we were in, I didn't really like the area around FIU. I feel like that could have been a lot, a lot nicer. The actual like little bit of campus that we got to go on, that was pretty nice. That was really cool. The lights at night were really cool. The like the athletic facilities for a group of five school in Miami uh, were really really nice. I, I mean, they, honestly, I, I'd say me and Chad were probably the most shocked by how nice FIU was. Like, I expected FAU to be as nice as it was, but FIU was way nicer than I expected. I expected it to be a dump, so it was definitely great. But uh, I don't think I would put it ahead of the other three. Number three for me was Florida State. I loved Florida State's campus. We really didn't get into a ton of their campus besides 
the athletic stuff, which I love. The athletic stuff was all right there together. Um, all of it was aesthetically pleasing. The brick, like all the buildings there were the same type of brick. They all looked very similar. It kind of reminded me of Auburn and kind of reminded me of Clemson, but less orangey. It was more like a red, like a red or maroony, which goes with the Florida State like like set example. So I, I really love that. Tallahassee, honestly – in my list of like all the campuses that I've been to, they are pretty high up in terms of like the big time blue blood power five programs I've went to. Um, number two for me was FAU. I loved FAU. I loved the area around FAU. Boca was really cool. There's a lot to do around there. It really wasn't too ghetto um, or anything like that. So I, I liked the campus. I thought all of it was stuck together. I love that the stadium was right there on campus. It was across the, the street, literally across the street. From the rec center, I love that. I love that there's like this little athletic facility next to it that you can walk up. They have something called the perch, um, and it looked like it kind of looked into the stadium. I don't really think it looked into the field much. Maybe just like in that little side area you could look into. I love that the field, which obviously the field's different, but I love that you could see the field from the outside of the stadium. That was a huge thing for me. Um, and I also love FAU had a ton of statues everywhere, like a bunch of statues, a bunch of owl statues. They really like through the we are the owls we are fau thing at you and i like that i like when schools like make a big deal about their mascots and make a big deal about their sports teams so fau's two and ucf is an easy number one for me i thought that was by far the best campus the downtown little area they have on campus called knights plaza was super cool um i mean they had a brewery that was downtown there was a pub that was in that i looked it up later on um there was i mean there's pretty much everything like it was literally like a normal downtown area they had the bookstore there uh barnes and noble they had the dining hall all of it was right there and it was literally inside of athletic village so it's all right there next to the baseball stadium next to the football stadium next to the basketball arena is literally inside of that little plaza if you don't if you don't want to eat at the game, you can very easily like oh walk down to athletic, like walk Dude. down Knights Plaza and get different options. And you can just walk over to that little brew pub or whatever yeah. that's inside the, um, not the one we went to, but the one that's inside the little plaza. Yeah, and just go like have some drinks with friends after the game. Like you got a noon that, game, go over there and watch the go watch the Florida game or the Georgia game after it, yeah. the, after you get done. And it wasn't like it was immaculate places to eat. There was like a Dunkin', a Jimmy John's, a Subway. Yeah. But like the fact that you have those options readily available to you is like it's nice. And you don't have to leave campus to do it. Yeah, and like at Georgia Southern we had a Chick-fil-A. We had a we had a um like a little Gus Pub thing. We had a Zaxby's pretty much. Yeah, that was across the street from campus, pretty much on campus. And we had um, a Starbucks and the student union. But the student union at UCF was in a separate area from that plaza. So you had that plaza and then you had another side of campus that was like over, like not like too, too far away, but like on the other side of campus. And the student union was there and that had a subway, that had a Chick-fil-A, that had a bunch of other stuff too. Like I, I looked on the map to see if there was anything in there and it, it popped up a couple of things. So to me, that's just really cool. Like you can, there's areas for you to go sit down and study and eat and drink like while you're on campus and you don't have to like like at Georgia Southern, we had one area, the IT building, on the other side of campus you could go to. And besides that, like if you wanted to go have a, like a, like anything besides uh, like a little pub sandwich, you had to walk all the way to the student union from campus, which not that Georgia Southern's campus is absurdly large, but it was just a pain in the butt to do that. So. It was. but yeah. And I feel like, though, as much as I, as much as I, 
I understand what you're saying, and I love Georgia Southern too, and I agree UCF was better. It is kind of an apples to orange comparison when you're Absolutely. talking about Orlando, Florida, and Statesboro, Georgia. Absolutely. Completely different. Completely different. And I really didn't see anything. There was like another little like downtown area with like a Domino's and some other stuff that was like a street over. Um, besides that, I didn't see anything like similar to Statesboro where they're like, we had Dingus McGee's that was like across the street. And then we had the R Plaza, you know, which is like shenanigans and all that crap. But I mean, it, UCF blew me away. I mean, I, I'd say out of all the colleges, campuses that I've gone to visit in my time, that was probably my favorite in terms of like what I look for in a college. That and Baylor were probably my two favorites so far. Absolutely. Um, which I say absolutely. I've never been to Baylor, but <laughs> You'd enjoy as it. far as stadiums go, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm only going to do five. Well, no, not we're not going to count Camping World. No, I'm going to count Camping World. I'm not counting the Swamp. Okay, that's because fine. That's that fine. to me, like I can't do that. I can't form an unbiased opinion. Understandable. So, er, taking the Swamp out of there, my rankings of the stadiums that we saw, and we're not doing Hard Rock either because that was an NFL stadium. Like we said. Yeah. Um, but. Well, let's say this. So, out of let's rank one, two, Hard Rock and Raymond James. What, were, what was one and two? I would have to easily go with Hard Rock because yeah. we went in. I agree. We went well, in, Well, yeah, though. that's true. We went in. We that's didn't true. go in Raymond James. That's Raymond James was cool. From the yeah. outside, it looked very nice, and it was in a good area, but. I mean, Raymond James is a little generic. It's it, but it's it's like a very large, like huge generic, gigantic. Statement. Yeah, with it's a gigantic. with a pirate ship. Which Hard is Rock also was cool. unique. It's like we talked about yes. on the little on the road trip episode before this. It it had its own uniqueness. Like it wasn't like a like we're talking about baseball, like MLB versus NFL. Like it had its own uniqueness to it, which I really enjoyed. Um, but so yeah, like I said, as far as taking the swamp out. Because I can't have an unbiased opinion without calling the swamp number one. Just, I, I can't do it. No, yeah, it's understandable. So number five, I aired my grievances earlier was FIU. Um, I mean, one thing I'll explain why I disliked FIU by going to number four and going with FAU. For FAU, I really liked FAU for a G five stadium. It was really cool. The blue and red in the FAU in the seats Love on the that. visitors' side, and it said re- FAU too. Which said I FAU, liked, yeah. and it had the palm trees and the scoreboard. Yes, that was really cool um, for a stadium that was built in 2011. I will say it did look like it had some weather and some age to it. Dead. It had been weathered a little bit for a relatively new stadium for a program that's only been around for 12 years now. But the reason that I the reason I have to go five with FIU. Like I said, I'm going to explain the difference between why I have that at five and FAU at four. Was because at least with FAU, it was an open stadium. So, like with a G5 stadium, I feel like most G5 stadiums, if you roll up to them, and like Southern's the same way, you can see in through the gates, even if you can't get in. And FIU did not have that. It's no. very closed off. It wraps around. You could not comes, see anything. Couldn't see anything. We got one view of the field through a small tunnel that we could see outside of the gate. But that was it. Um, so, and that's why I got FIU at five and FAU at four because at least we could walk around the gates and there was open portions of FAU Stadium for us to see inside. And I thought that that was really cool. Like at least you got a visual of the stadium, and I can say, hey, I'm really not like super hyped or interested to come here for a game, but I've seen it and I can mark it off as like I've been there. I actually saw the inside. I can't do that with FIU. Yeah, so. And that's going to be my four and five, too. So I'm going to jump in and just say one more thing. 
FAU and FIU to me are kind of in a separate category than the other three. Like, I feel like the other three are oh, yeah, like... they're G5. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously UCF was a G5 up until this year. But that stadium, I would say out of all the stadiums I've been to for G5, that would have blown the others away. I... Paulson, I'd say, is a little bit similar. Like, Paulson's very nice, but it's not as big as UCF was. UCF was no. huge. It was huge. Um, but yeah, I think F- FAU, FAU is bigger than Paulson. Uh, uh, I don't know what the capacity is. I don't think so. It was well, Here, I'll F- look, FAU was pretty big. I'll FAU fin- was surprisingly very big. I'll finish my list, and then I'll, I'll look up the attendance figures and the capacity. But moving on to number three, like, we did not get in. To Camping World, but even from the outside, for a stadium that only hosts a UFL team and just a bowl game, and maybe I don't really know what else they do during the year, um, it was really cool. It was branded on the outside really well. It's like Witt said, it was a fortress. Like it was really cool. We could see inside a little bit, but like the area around it, it was, I will say this. Orlando was super nice. It's probably my favorite city we visited. Oh, absolutely. Easily. But it was, it, we found the ghetto in Orlando. I'd say if we're ranking cities, I think it would be the same for us. It's Orlando, Tampa, Miami. Yeah. Well, Tallahassee before Miami. Well, Tallahassee, I'm not counting. It's a college, college town. town. I'm just counting the cities. Counting like the, the cities, cities. The major cities in yeah. Florida. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Camping World, not really a lot to say about it just because we didn't get in. But it was still better than the G5 stadiums, obviously. Number two, uh, UCF. Really cool. It it it's very it fits UCF. I've always loved how UCF has the black and gold, and some and that was still painted on the field. It actually still had the Cure Bowl painting left over from the App State game. And um, I, God, it's like absolutely. I'm lapsing on who App State played in that bowl game. Oh gosh, I can't remember. We talked about it earlier, and I said I was going to look it up, and James I never Madison? did. No, that was a conference game. James Madison got beat by Air Force. Oh, that's who right. Who did Who did oh, App State play? My goodness, it's Wake gonna, Forest. No, Wake Forest didn't make a bowl game. App State beat Miami of Ohio. That's right. That's right. Miami of Ohio. So there you go. Um, but they still had the Cure Bowl paint on the field from the App State Miami of Ohio game. Um, so that was still there. But like even then, you could still see the UCF stuff painted on the field. And I love the black and gold thing um, that they had going on within the stadium, like with some of the colors. We didn't get a picture of it, but there was one thing that was like, yeah, uh, hello from space. I know. I wish Welcome we would have got a picture of that too. That was really cool. Um, so UCF was actually super nice. And it really like, when I walk into a Power 5 stadium that's not like a blue blood or a, more like a mid-major style, like, you know what I mean? Run of the mill, like, American Athletic Conference style, like lower Pac-12 in t- in team and what they are, that was perfect. That was absolutely perfect for what they were. Um, so it was really cool. UCF was nice as a whole. And number one, man, Doe Campbell was so cool. Doe Campbell was awesome. I aesthetically pleasing on the outside. The surrounding area of Tallahassee was really nice. I mean, that Whataburger was like a minute away when we left. Yep. You know, important things. <laughs> Got to have a Whataburger right there. It was there. very close. But... I love Dote Campbell. I hate to say it. I really do. I'm sorry to all my fellow Florida fans and my cousins who, you know, got mad at me or one of them got mad at me when I said that I love Florida State because it was <laughs> cool. It was a cool experience. I love that we started there. 
The fact that that was our yeah. first stop was also that really cool. That feels like weeks ago. <laughs> it does. It was three days ago, but we uh, this journey, this journey, as we're an hour, we're thirty minutes from Jacksonville. We'll be home three hours. Yep. Um, not three hours in time, but just road time. Yeah, I'm road time um, three hours. Well, yeah. four. I think I think I think Jacksonville to Jacksonville Statesboro was two and a half. It's two forty five. Two forty five. Okay. So it's like three hours, which it is what it is. Though. We'll knock yeah. it out and be done. We'll be fine. I'm glad that we're getting back tonight so we can watch football tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, man, Dote Campbell. Dote Campbell for sure, number one. Those suites that we went up to, that elevator where it took us, that it was just man, Dote Campbell was really cool. I gotta give FSU their flowers. Yeah, Florida State was really cool. Uh so for me, obviously I said FIU, FAU were uh, six and five. Six and five for me. So then four is gonna be for me, four was uh, UCF, and not because I didn't like it, because I, I loved UCF. Um, I'm gonna I'm ranking Camping World in front of UCF, but it's not because I think that Florida that Central Florida should play at Camping World because I love the fact that they have the stadium there. Um, obviously, we didn't get to see the the inside of Camping World Stadium, but from the outside, Camping World looks like an absolute fortress. Like I mean, it is massive. It is. It is way bigger than the stadium you think you would think of that does not host an actual major sports team. It's just completely random. Like, and I honestly thought it'd be like a little shack-looking stadium, the same way that the um, what's the name of the stadium in Birmingham? I can't remember what it's called. Uh, UABs. Yeah. Uh, protective, right? Protective. Yep. It's like I've been by Protective Stadium a couple times. It's very small. It is very, very, very small. It's it's cool. It's new. Um, it's perfect for UAB, but it is a very small stadium. It's probably about the same size as like FAU, or honestly, maybe even UCF. Like like UCF, it's obviously bigger, so uh, it might be that big. I have no idea. But either way, Camping World is massive. It is huge. It is uh, like I said, an absolute fortress. Um, so that's going to be my four uh, for me. There, no, what was UCF was four for me. Camping World's three. Um, I th- also thought UCF on the inside. I like the blue and black. I like the the way they have the the box set up. I think it was a little like with the bleachers and everything. It was a little too old for me. Um, they could do a little bit of upgrading in terms of like the seating and the inside could use a little more like decoration and stuff. Like maybe on like the top of the stadium, there wasn't much to see when you got in besides like the, the gold and the black. That was really the only cool things I thought. But that was cool. Yeah. Which I loved. And and, you know, when it's all done up, it might look a lot better and I'm sure it does. But in terms of like what I saw, that's just kind of what I'm rolling with. Uh, obviously Florida and Florida state are one and two. I'm going Florida two, mostly just because, I mean, overall, obviously it's, it's, it's a blue blood power five, like legit college football team stadium florida state and florida are both like that florida you look around you walk in the swamp is completely different than any other stadium you will ever go to it has orange all over it it's got welcome to the swamp it's got welcome to gator country it is same like i said about fau it has slapped you in the face this is university of florida we are the gators here is our tradition they had like all like they had the statues of the heisman winners they had all the flags from the national championships. They had all these different historical little like, like marketing type things like, like all these flags, all these pictures, all these posters, whatnot. I love that. I think that's awesome. I love that they call it the swamp. They throw the swamp all over it. Even though the the stadium's called Ben Hill Griffin stadium, 
but they still they call it the Swamp, and I think that's a great name for a team named after the Gators. Uh, they had good sculptures as well. They had the Bull Gator outside the stadium, which I like. They had the athletic uh, area right outside the stadium that we walked by as well. Um, and I love that we actually got to sneak in there and see the inside, too. That was pretty cool. Um, I was getting you in. Yeah, I felt like the only the only thing I liked more about Florida State than Florida, the, for some reason, the feel to me inside of the swamp, it felt smaller than I thought it would be. It's boxed in. Yeah. It, 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 I don't know if it's – yeah, I guess it's just the way that Sideline it is. Sideline space is limited. Yeah. That, maybe that's what it was. I don't know. Like – like honestly, I kind of felt the same way about Ole Miss when I got to go see Ole Miss. I like it looks huge from the outside, and then you go inside and you're like, this really isn't like, it's not the same feel you get when you go to a Brian Denny or you go to an LSU or you go to a Texas A&M Kyle Field. You go to Sanford Stadium in Georgia. Like, there's just something like just the way it's set up at other schools like that. It just feels bigger. Florida State felt the same way. It felt like a huge Power Five like. Big, one of the biggest stadiums in the country type feel. And I don't know which stadium has a higher capacity, if it's Florida or Florida State. Florida State. It's Florida State. Uh, do you know by how much? We hold 89. Uh-huh. I don't know how much Florida State holds. But I did, going back to our conversation a second ago, FAU holds 30. Paulson 30. holds 25. So FAU is bigger than Paulson. Okay. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like looking from the outside, it kind of makes sense. Paulson looks pretty small from the outside. Paulson's just a very nice stadium, though. Like it's it's newer. Uh, FAU is a little older, but either way, like on the outside, Florida State is so good. Doke Campbell actually holds ten thousand less. They hold seventy nine. Okay, and I know Florida holds eighty nine. I was gonna say if if Florida held eighty nine, I'd be surprised if Florida State had more than that. Because Georgia, I know Georgia has more than both of them, and Georgia has 92 or 93, technically. So, uh, But Florida State, uh, apparently it's the longest continuous brick building in the universe or the world or whatever, um, which I didn't know that. It's, that is yet to be fact-checked. Yeah, we haven't we haven't checked that fact yet. That's from Danny Connors, uh, which, you know, he hasn't lied to me yet, so we'll roll with it, but... They had the whole sod thing on the outside where you can go and you click that button and it kind of played all that historic. Yeah, which that's another story, which is kind of funny. scared the shit out of me. Yeah, we uh, yeah we, we clicked it the morning after and the night of when there was about, what, eight police officers in the 10, parking lot next to us? 30 at night. We were trying to be very sneaky, trying to get into the stadium. Not trying to like do anything bad or anything, but just like obviously the cops were there for a reason. So we didn't want to seem suspicious. Suspicious. And then, of course, we take a lap around the stadium. We get back over to the sod, and Chad's like, oh, let's see what this does. And then you hear this eruption of sound. Yeah, just just nothing but, like, Florida State sod, blah, 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 blah. Talk about the history of Florida State. Talking about national champions. Talking about Bobby Bowden. I jumped. Yeah, like, it honestly scared the crap out of me. It, but it was very cool also. Like, I love stuff like that, like, like interactive things that tell you about the history of the school. Um, they had, like, a whole walk with, like, a bunch of Hall of Famers and All-Americans you could look at. They had a wall over by where we parked that we kind of found, like, as we were leaving that had pictures of all the Heisman winners. Like, on the – it was, like, right next to the practice field on, like, a, like a tapered part of the fence. It was pretty cool. Uh, the Bobby Bowden Athletic Facility was also very cool. We did our best to get inside of that, which would have been awesome. Uh, couldn't make it. Couldn't make it to do that. They had the stained glass window of Bobby Bowden. They had the Bobby Bowden statue. They did everything they could to show you like the tradition and the the history of that team. 
And then on the inside, obviously, they had the cool club area that we got to be in. Uh, luckily enough, getting to do the elevator thing that may or may not have been legal. You're um, welcome. Yeah, which worked out great. And um, getting to see the stands, it's it just felt like – it still felt old and traditional, but also felt a little bit newer. Like, to me, I compare it to Sanford Stadium, but I feel like on the outside, they did a better job of, like, pulling in the tradition – and the history of the team. That's one thing I wish Georgia would do a better job of. Like, do more. Like, have us, like, we don't, like, there's no statue of, like, Ma- like Matthew Stafford. Obviously, never won a Heisman or anything, but he'd be a good guy to throw out there. Uh, Vince Dooley be a great statue to have at University of Georgia. There's no statues. There's no, like, on the inside, there's a lot of tradition, but on the outside, there's not really much to see. So, um, but that's why I say Florida State's my number one in terms of stadiums. Um, but, yeah, that was pretty much it. I mean, we're yeah. on our way to Jacksonville right now. We may or may not drive by the Jag Stadium. I haven't really decided yet. We did make a little bonus drive-by of Daytona uh, International Speedway. We did. Which, even if you're not a NASCAR fan, I will say this. If you're ever thinking about going to a race or just in general, it is to me, and I've been inside multiple times since the remodel, it is absolutely the finest establishment of any sporting event I've ever seen. It's so awesome. It's huge. It was massive. And and Chad told me, too, he said it's to him it's the most impressive sports facility that he's ever seen and ever been inside of, um, including, like, anything football, anything of any other sport. I don't – I couldn't see him being wrong about that from the outside. Like, I expected it something massive and something really cool, um, and – I was still kind of blown away when we actually got to see it. I mean, usually when I think of tracks, I think of like how it was at Homestead, how it is at Talladega, where it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. Like there's a little bit of a city around it, but it's like like old farm city. Not like the people that live there, like live there because all they do is go to NASCAR races. So they're like, like oh, I just live near the closest NASCAR ra- tra- track. Like it's just like random farmers and rednecks that live nearby. This is like an actual city. Like this is our pinnacle. Yes, it is the it is an actual city, just completely surrounded or surrounding the track. So, which is very cool to me. It's also at the beach, which is great. Um, Chad also told me that apparently NASCAR started by people driving on the beaches at Daytona, which also kind of throws a little bit more historical factor in there. So, Daytona, very cool. Uh, I actually do want to go to a race there now at some point. So we'll have to make that happen. I'd say out of all the NASCAR tracks I've been to from the outside, that's definitely the most impressive, obviously, uh, compared to Nashville in Talladega and Nashville then going Super by Se- Homestead. Nashville Super Speedway is nothing to behold. No. No, it's not. It's not at all. I mean, it, it's a speedway, but it's probably it's honestly Tal- the same. Talladega, is, like Talladega is awesome, but Talladega is old. It is. It is old. It was very cool. I mean... I would say Talladega is probably my number two c- compared to Homestead and uh, Homestead and Nashville. And I've driven by Atlanta before, uh, but obviously I haven't been to a race in any of the other ones. So. Atlanta's cool. Yeah. Talladega also, I'm, I'm a big Talladega Nights guy because I love Will Ferrell. So when I go to Talladega, I'm like, I want to go fast. Ricky Bobby, baby. But yeah. no, Daytona was really awesome. Uh, we went by a couple hockey arenas on, on the tour. We talked about it a little bit. We went by the Lightning. We went by... Uh, the Florida Panthers, we went by uh, also the Orlando Magic and the Miami Heats arenas. I think uh, my favorite of those was honestly Orlando. You, uh, over Miami? Yeah. Mm. I didn't really care. Yeah. I didn't like where the Heat... Uh, the Heats arena was right downtown, but when we went to Miami Beach, 
it was like, it should be here. I feel like, yeah, I think the Heat Arena is in the right spot. But if I lived in Miami, I could see it being a a nightmare to get to. Like, serious nightmare. Whether it's a Miami Beach or there at all. Because, I mean, we tried to go to a bar and watch some football on and in Miami Beach. And we kind of drove around, um, like, downtown Miami also. It was very hard to find parking. It right, was a people complete were nightmare. everywhere. Obviously, it was a Saturday. And the, the Orange Bowl was going on later that day. So, it was probably a lot more people than normal. But it's still, like... You can tell Miami's just that kind of city where it's just such a nightmare to get anywhere. Um, so I would say, I would say out of are you inclu- are you saying Orlando including the the hockey stadiums too? It like if if we're going by let's do the arenas. Let's do four arenas. Um, arena wide. I'm sorry. Do you feel that? No, you're good. Oh my bad. No, I'm just. I was looking at the time. Um, heat. Do you want to include just professional venues here, just really fast? Like including the football stadiums? Including too? the football stadiums. Nah, I don't. No. Football stadiums are one are going to be one and two for me. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, and baseball. I I already said I took the trough over Lone Depot. So okay, let's throw let's throw the two baseball stadiums in with the, um, with the hockey arenas and okay. the basketball arenas. So, so that's six, right? Six. Yeah. Yeah. And then do you still want to talk about the tomorrow? Uh, yeah, we can. Real quick, we can go through them really real fast. Yeah, because um, we're at forty minutes already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we still got fifteen S- minutes to get there. Yeah, it's true. I'm just gonna talk the whole way to Jacksonville. Might as well. <laughs> but so I'm gonna go from six, Lone Depot. Yeah, I, for sure. I just didn't like it. From I mean, it's like I said earlier. I I understand completely demographically. These what the Marlins are trying to do, and I like again. I like that it was unique, but for baseball, but it was not unique to anything I hadn't seen before. Like to me, there wasn't a gigantic difference in the outside of Lone Depot than Mercedes Benz, and so to me, it's just a generic professional stadium. Um, number five, I loved Tropicana Field, but we have to be realistic. <laughs> the Tropicana Field is number five. Yeah, <laughs> um, it, it, Tropicana Field is what it is. I have so many. I mean, it is a hole. When Tropicana Field is super old, as yeah. a, like it's an old orange juice factory, like yeah. as opposed to the arenas we're about to get into, all those are pretty new. The yeah. Heat Arena might be older, like it looked older too compared to the other ones, but yeah. still, like yeah. it's still a newer facility than the yeah. So Tropicana Trop. Field, Tropicana Field is without doubt that was five, four again. I'm going with Miami Heat. Um, just because I, I really I did not like the location of it, I didn't like the location of it. It there was too much going on, honestly. And I guess that's good in a big city like that. Like obviously I've been to major cities before, but like to me, I it, there wasn't seem like a lot. There didn't seem like a lot of parking. There was a lot of people milling around downtown Miami. Um, it was right there by the bridge that took you to South Beach. But there's a lot of construction going on down there too. And now, granted, they don't they they can't help that. But I don't know. It's I just I didn't really care for it. And when we rode by it, I was just kind of like, oh, okay. I mean, you know, I, the steps up to it were cool. I thought that was cool. Um, but I mean, that's just steps. So number three, I'm gonna have to say the Florida Panthers. 
I really enjoyed the location of the Florida Panthers. Right there by the mall, 20, 30 minutes north of Miami in Sunrise. It felt like, it almost kind of felt like the Braves, in a sense. It did. I completely agree with that. It felt like the Braves, in a sense. Without the battery. Without the battery. But we didn't see the mall. But yeah, we knew but it was it's, there. it's not going to be the, like the battery, though. It's right, gonna, it's not going to be like the battery. But I like that it, in the parking around it was huge. Awesome. It was yeah, awesome. The parking situation was great. I just like how it's like they're called the Florida Panthers, not the Miami Panthers. And all other three teams in the city of Miami or Miami metropolitan area are called the Miami Marlins, the Miami Dolphins, the Miami Heat. Yeah, and honestly, for a while, I, w- I actually wish they would have been called the Miami Panthers because I feel like it would have been a cooler name. But now that we've seen it in Sunrise and not seen Miami, it Sunrise, yeah. it's not a Miami team. It's a Florida it's team. It's not. It's it's a very it's a suburban team. Yeah. Um, and it really, I, I liked it. I liked the area around it. There was a lot of parking. Like it feels like it would be very easy to go to a game there. Like even during the Stanley Cup Finals last year, like it was just it was so much space that it seems like it would flow very well to get out of there. Um, and I just liked it. It was it felt felt like. You had a lot of opportunities to do other things around it, and that it's its own little, it's its own little area. It's like, yes, we're a part of Miami, you know, as far as major professional franchises go in the area. But like, we're out here in Sunrise, and like, this is our thing. Like, we're out here doing our thing, our own little hockey thing. Number two, Am- Amelie Arena. I don't. Again, I don't know how to say that word. The Lightning. Yeah, the Lightning. I loved it. That the Yard House is right there, and it, and it sounds contradictory to what I'm saying about the Tampa Bay Lightning's arena versus what I was saying about the Miami Heat's arena. But it, it was just – I loved it. The yard house is right there. There's strips and all kinds of things to do. That Publix Plaza out front was awesome. Um, there was all kinds of area to walk around. The little They had the little river walk type area right there by the, by the arena as well. It just seemed like it was in a good spot. And it was in a – and it was just – it's like this little area right here – is you want all? Do you want to go to a lightning game? Well, we got all these things that you can do right here. You know what I mean? Um, versus Miami, like again, that sounds so contradictory. But like, I just maybe it's because my opinion of Miami was lower than it was of Tampa Bay as a city. City wise, I definitely it was definitely Miami three, Tampa well, Bay two, Orlando one. And your 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 rankings the same as mine. The only difference is I have. Uh, I would have the Lightning at number one in Orlando too. Yeah, but for me, the difference between the Lightning and Miami Heat is the Heat. It was very similar. Like both of them were in the big city. They were near like a like kind of near the water, kind of near like some like more like a lot of shops, like a downtowny area. The difference to me is Tampa number one isn't as populated, so there's a lot more people in Miami, which means there's a lot more traffic. There's a lot more construction going on in Miami too, which made it a nightmare to drive around. And then number three, the downtown area in Tampa, like I think it was like called like Capital Central or Central whatever. I, I have no, I can't remember what it was called, but the area we were in was way nicer than the downtown area in, my, in Miami. That was like very, very like rundown old yeah. downtown, and there was yeah. stuff to do. And, and I'm sure some of those restaurants and bars and stuff are probably very fun. And if you're from there, um, you probably know the right spots to go to, which, which is why I'm sure what, that's why the Heat are so successful. Right. But to but we're me, tourist. exactly. So like to me, at the end of the day, Tampa, I mean, it was nice. Like it was very, very Tampa nice. Was nice. The parking situation wasn't as good as it was for the Panthers or the Magic, but it wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. Like there was parking garages around. There was parking lots around. Um, it honestly kind of reminded me a lot of going to like a Nashville Predators game. 
where like there's parking around Broadway. Like it's not super easy, but there is parking. Like it's not it's not a nightmare to find parking. It, you just can't really park like right up by the stadium. Like right. there's not a set parking lot for it. Yeah. And like I like like I said, and I'm gonna let Wit go. Number one, Amway Arena. I just it looked nice, and I also have a fondness. I will say this about the NBA. As much as I'm not like I don't really care for the NBA that much. I'm not just in general. I'm not a very big basketball guy outside of March, um, mainly just because I'm a football fan and football leads right in the NASCAR and the NASCAR takes you to April, which starts baseball. So for me, basketball is like on my lower tier of sports. I don't not like basketball, but I just the NBA. I've never been a fan of the league. I've much much more enjoyed college basketball than I have the NBA. Um, and, the, and that's different from the NFL for me because, like, I like the NFL. I have an NFL team. Like, I call myself a Hawks fan, but I don't really watch the Hawks. Like, it's not like the Falcons where I will watch the Falcons every week. And I can sit there and watch another NFL game during the week. Like, last night we watched the Cowboys and the Lions. Great game. Um, but, yeah, I, I love that the NBA has singular professional franchises in certain cities. The Orlando Magic, the Memphis Grizzlies, the Sacramento Kings, the Utah Jazz, the the Portland Trailblazers. I will give the NBA their props for that. They do that, and I really, really like that. But Orlando, it felt like everything around that arena just screamed, this is the home of the Magic. Like, it was super nice. And again, I think a big part of why I liked it so much was... We found Orlando's ghetto. We did. But it was on the other side. <laughs> it was in the nice side of town. Yeah. And it was like we parked right by it or like right next to the bridge that went to it. Um, and I just liked it. Like I said, I think I got to give the magic number one because I just enjoyed, enjoyed Orlando that much as a city. Orlando was 100% my favorite city. I'll, I'll say that for sure. Uh, I love Tampa. I, I could see myself living in Tampa or Orlando, to be completely honest with you. Tampa. It still has that big city feel to it, and it still does have some very ghetto areas, as does Orlando. But Orlando felt like a Milwaukee to me, like when I went to Milwaukee, where it's a lot of, like, smaller bars. There's, like, a good, like, local crowd. And not all of it is people that grew up in Orlando, but a lot of it is, like, people from Florida or people from wherever that come in and live there, and they go to, like, the local bars. They don't go to, like... It's not, like, tourists all the time. And granted, we did go to a bar with a bunch of tourists, so, like, that's kind of was the feel. But, like, the, the, the bartenders there were also, like, they had friends come by. Like, there was three bartenders there, but all of them had friends or boyfriends or whatever come in, and, and they'd give them free shots. And they did, you know, they were everybody was drinking together. Everybody was, was laughing. Everybody just seemed, like, very happy and, like, very peaceful to me in Orlando, as opposed to, like, all the other cities it just seemed like there was a lot going on all the time. There was a less, lot of pressure to be less like snowbirdy. Yeah, and like like at Tampa, it felt very like Richie Richie to me. Like like I felt like the area that the lightning was near was very like like there's cool stuff, but a lot of it was like you need to dress up if you're gonna go there. Like like there's I mean Yard House was fine, and then there's some other places there that were fine. That I mean we were in like sh- like shorts and polos so. We weren't dressed like super, super nice, but we also weren't dressed in like, you know, sweats or anything. But it, and I like that Tampa's like that, but it also kind of made it, it's not as much my speed. But Milwaukee's the same way. Uh, the only reason I have lightning in front of the magic 
is because I didn't really think the Magic Arena did anything special for me. Like, honestly, I wouldn't have even known it was the Lightning Arena because I kind of just went with everything else that was there if it didn't say, like, right when we pulled up, Orlando Magic Team Store. That was the only thing that, like, made me say, oh, shoot, there's the Magic Arena. So, like, it, 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 it didn't really just didn't, like, blow me away. And I don't like stadiums that are like that. They're, like, in the middle of a city like that, and then you don't even know that that's an arena or like that that's the team that's playing there like the or the indiana pacers were the same way for me when i went to indianapolis like you couldn't even tell that their stadium was there until you got close enough to see oh shoot this says the pacer stadium and obviously if there's a game going on it's different but when you're outside you're driving around you're just sightseeing it doesn't really like show off to you now granted the area around the magic stadium was by far my favorite for yes. sure like in terms of like what i enjoy because you could walk out of there, walk straight up to like a little pub or bar and just like sit there with a bartender and have a good time. Um, as opposed to like in Tampa, you can kind of do the same thing, but it's more, like we said, more like a rich, rich kind of area. They had Yard House, which would have been cool. Um, but it still was not as much of a like, like I could see myself living in Orlando, going to a Magic game, walking to like the brew pub that we went to and like knowing all the bartenders because I go there all the time. Like that kind of feel. It was more like a small like a small town city kind of feel in Orlando, which is what I enjoy. So I would say like area around wise, a hundred percent magic, but in terms of like the arena itself, um, altogether, I would go lightning over, uh, magic right. for sure. But well, and, and then Florida Panthers for me is definitely three. Well, here we are about in Jacksonville about to pull into our buddy's apartment for a little new year's Eve dinner. Um, so just real quick, um once we get to this red light we're gonna be there so tomorrow Jaden daniels is not playing that's the first game at noon uh wisconsin wisconsin lsu in tampa bay even without uh Jaden daniels i'm still gonna roll with doug nussmeyer and lsu garrett nussmeyer and garrett nussmeyer but i agree with that's you. his father his father's doug nussmeyer actually i didn't even think about that that is his father that's his father but i'm with you too i mean i think end of the day like even with nussmeyer I don't is is are Malik Neighbors and um, uh, Brian Thomas playing? I'm not sure. I did not look that up. See, that is honestly going to be a big factor for me, also. But honestly, like I, I mean, I I went to a Wisconsin game this year, and I and I watched Georgia Southern outplay Wisconsin for four quarters, and even though they lost by 28 points, they um, Wisconsin did not look good. I mean, they looked really, really bad. So yeah, I'm still on the. I mean, Wisconsin's probably going to put up more points than they have all season, just because of how bad LSU's, LSU's defense, defense is. is. But it's not going to matter. Brian Kelly's going to have those guys ready. Brian Kelly is not like M- Mike Norvell. He's not going to let his team get embarrassed in a bowl game. So I'm I'm going to ride with uh, I'm going to ride with LSU, and I, I don't think it's going to be super close. I agree. I agree. Um, but and then Tennessee, Iowa. I think that all Tennessee has to do is get a safety and they can win this game. Yeah, I think you're honestly right. I mean, I think Tennessee's got a good enough offense and a very good defense to where Iowa I would say over under three points for Iowa is is pushing it. Like two and a half is a pretty good number for Iowa. So I'm gonna say I think Tennessee wins. I think it's like I could see it being like a 17 to 3 game or like a 21 to 3 game. Like Tennessee dominates the whole time, but Iowa's defense is good enough to slow them down a little bit. But I mean, honestly, who knows? The way that these Big Ten defenses have looked when they go up against SEC teams, obviously Ohio State looked good against Missouri. I don't know if I think Missouri's offense is unreal either. Um, their defense, obviously, is what kind of held them this year. And then Cody Schrader more than anything and Luther Burton. Um, 
but like Penn State got destroyed. Um, so I I don't know. I could see Tennessee winning like forty eight to three, but I think I think it'll be closer to like a twenty four to three type win. And that's it. So we're in Jacksonville to see our buddy. Um, at this point, it's five forty seven and the sun setting. And from what I know about Jacksonville, Florida, I don't really want to ride by Everbank at this time of night. So <laughs> no, we won't. We're not going to go by Everbank. Um, so yeah, man, that's the road trip. Thank you guys for coming along with us. It's been a very enjoyable road trip. We'll be back in Statesboro here before midnight, um, and probably past the fu- past the freak out. Good save. <laughs> Good save. Yeah. You're welcome, Keys. Yeah, not sure if we'll make it to midnight, but not sure if we're gonna make it to midnight. But a lot of things this this is probably gonna drop after the college football playoff, but either way, when you listen to it, we hope you enjoy your New Year's. Um happy twenty twenty four and enjoy your last full day of college football tomorrow because after tomorrow, that's all you get. And then you got the FCS championship next Sunday. And the and, national championship. And then the national championship next Monday. I had to mention the FCS championship because you and I got a tiebreaker for it. You have South Dakota State. So go Grizzlies. No, you need the Jackrabbit. Oh, I, I get the Jackrabbit. I have Montana. You have Montana. So, but one, yeah. One of them will win. Happy New Year, everybody. Um, don't know when these will drop, but thanks for coming along. And this is hopefully the first of many road trip episodes that we get to do. We'll do, yeah, we should do at least one a year for sure. Absolutely. I'm down for that. To Oxford. Oh, God. <laughs> we'll see you. <laughs>